Peace and blessings. My name is G, and I wanted to thank all our contributors, staff, guests, and listeners. Everyone, welcome to The Black Vibrations, the podcast for the people, by the people. <laughs> we are here for good vibes, convos, and last but not least, to promote black excellence. today's episode, I wanted to talk about a familiar yet diverse group of topics. Here at The Black Vibrations, we want to share with subject matter experts and also inspire anyone listening to chase that dream, take that leap, or to commit to their passions. We have a lot to talk about today. Without further ado, I wanted to bring on our subject matter expert today, Bax. A true practitioner of diversifying his income, Bax has his hands in music, basketball training, and fashion. Bax is all about fitness of mind, body, and soul. <laughs> and of course, his pockets. Give it up, everyone, for Bax. I step up and feel like flankers, this beach is under my toes. My young thing, she let me to take her to poke her nose. I can't contain her, a flame because lately she's been the change. You notice the vocal range that come in, I may arrange. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm still trying to get used to being called um, an expert. Because I just yeah. be living. I just be doing me, chilling, trying. Absolutely. But I thank you for that. Uh, it's an honor to be featured on the show. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of hype. I'm hype. Not kind of hype. I'm real hype, actually. Like, if, let's do it. All right, bet, bet. So, Bax, um, as I mentioned, you're you're all about the bag. So, um, we'll just start off talking a little bit about the music background. I want to get to know a little bit more about you as a musician and what you do and how you do it. So, when did you decide that you were going to take music to the next level? Like, when did it become like an aha moment for you? Uh, I want to say it probably became an aha moment, like my early 20s. Like uh, my dad, he's a lead singer of a reggae band. He's been doing that since 95. Mm -hmm. So he was about 30, actually, I think like 35 years old when he got started. So I was never in a rush, but, you know, you had the visions and the dreams and stuff as a kid. And then as you get older, you start doing other things in life that just aren't really fulfilling. And for me, you know, it wasn't about stardom or nothing like that. It's, it's like I'm just interested in music. Like I wanted to learn how to do it. So I got real serious. I was like 21, 22. I went and bought a guitar, mm-hmm. uh, put that thing under the bed for like three, four months. No, for real. <laughs> why, you do, why did you do oh, that? Oh, no. No, because it was harder than I thought to just teach myself how to play it. Like mm-hmm. real frustrating. So picked it back up, tried it again, put it away. And then like, I think I committed to like playing for 15 minutes a day or something like that. And it just kind of started, started. And then, yeah, just kind of went from there. Like it's like, you know, ebbs and flows. Like sometimes I would play it a lot. Sometimes I wouldn't play it at all. Yeah. Sometimes I was rapping with the homies back home. Uh, You know, even before I came out to Charlotte. So like my early twenties, it got kind of serious. What you want to know, let me tell you something. 
What you wanna know? Let me tell you something. Since you're all alone, ain't no need for friends. So, so back, where are you from? Like, who who are you giving this these vibes and this shout out to? You know, I'm from I'm from the foe. I'm from the city, so you know, <laughs> I'm gonna shout out the foes real quick. But like, who do you who you wanna shout out? Who you vibing with? Like, well. <laughs> First and foremost, I'm, I'm from my parents, my family. Uh, always right. them first. That's right. That I'm from the city. I'm from Raleigh. Uh, okay. Yeah. Exit 300. I'm a Raleigh kid. Ah. Love it. Got roots in uh, Kingston, Jamaica. So it's a lot going on. Bet, bet, mm-hmm. bet. Well, shout out to shout out to everybody. What, what is it? The nine one nine. So we'll we'll shout out the nine one nine. Feel me? Yeah, yeah. We'll shout them out please, right now. Are, please. Yeah, but you know. Always and forever. Absolutely. So so let let's get into that music now, Bex, as far as like inspirations. Like who 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 inspires you musically? Like who who are you rocking with, like in your in your top? Like who 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 are you banging with? Oh, it's it's a lot of inspiration, but I think some of the major ones you go with for me, um Stevie Wonder, that's my favorite songwriter of all time. Just I guess the ability to cover so many different topics and write with so much of a passion that's that's my dog right there um i'm a big michael jackson dude like i mean he the goat okay. he a legend <laughs> i got okay. so much on mike um shout out to mike jay-z that's my that's my favorite rapper jay-z is definitely like i respect the wordplay uh the ascension to the top everything he had to do like I shouldn't have to explain that one. Yeah, yeah, the grind, the grind, the everyday hustle and bustle. Like I feel you on that one right there. Like, what just yeah, getting the getting the places that we just never thought we could see. Like, yeah. how could I not respect that? For real. Um, I'm a big big Bob Marley dude. Um, okay, it's a lot. Yeah, whatever I'm feeling at the time. Yeah, and you you definitely incorporate that into your music. So everybody, I just wanted to let you know that how we got here is on all platforms. So just make sure you check out my boy, Bax. He's definitely out here. You know, he getting it, getting it. B-A-X. Yes, B-A-X, man. X. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, but I mean, like, you have such you have such great taste in music. The way you've been, I've seen you in action, man. You're, you're official with it. Professional nonetheless. I appreciate that. Yes, you a jack of all trades. Gonna cover that. all of that today anyway. I mean, this is just the tip of the iceberg right here. So, I mean, the music is... This is just, this is how we met. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, wow. Like, right. you, you do all of this and I don't even know, you know? Like, so yeah, I mean, for real. Right, that's, it. that's. But you know, we diverse as people, man. We we got layers. It's layers. Yeah, yeah I mean, for sure. You're diversifying your income each and every day. I can't, I can't, you know. Didn't think we'll respect that. You loyal to your pockets. Nothing wrong with that, Bags. So Bags, I know that you have a few favorite tracks of yours that you you created from the How We Got Here project with a mutual producer of ours. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about that. Like, what, 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 what are your favorite tracks? Like, what do you like to listen to when you hear yourself? Man, the Wonder Kid. First of all, let's let's take it back to just meeting him back in the day at Nike, like running up on Taj, and a whole bunch of cats was was doing music. Like, it was a whole bunch going on in the store. Yeah, but he was like the common producer, like the common the commonality in all the groups. So I was like, all right, that's who I need to get with. Started vibing with him. He had a real like, you know, spacey, free, earthly vibe. And I was like, yeah, this is my dog. This is who I need to get with. So we used to always uh, 
being the back socket shoes, you know, being reckless. And I always be freestyling the same little piece. Like, isn't that ironic? Started hooked on phonics. Now we hooked on hydroponics. And we would just freestyle <laughs> it back and forth. You know, everybody, I'm talking about for hours, but started vibing off that. And then when, you know, the time was right, linked up with them. Um, I think the first joint cast out was one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Did it with uh, him, uh, Jay Black. Everybody was on it. And I think that was like one of the highest energy songs because, you know, it was new to me, but you know how I am. Like, I, yeah. I'm confident about everything that I do. For sure, for Cause sure. Because I feel like, you know, it was a vision. Like, a, a lot of the stuff, like, I, I planned it even, you know, if it took me a long time to do it, like, it was always a piece of it. So, to me, that one felt like a debut of sorts. Then, uh, off the How We Got Here project, definitely radio. Yeah. I think, uh... Radio is one of the illest ones ever. It's it's nostalgic. It voodoo it's, Mama Juju. It's got a theme like it. <laughs> it I look was up to Voodoo Mama. I look I up to like, no yeah. one. <laughs> Boy. But but you know I be I be like speaking for real or from the heart. That's what I say. Like and when you take the time to listen to it, I think you know people really start to settle down. Like okay, it's really a message here. But so we're gonna go with radio. Uh, awfully godly. Yeah. That's definitely one of my. Uh, it gave me hip hop like nineties. Absolutely. Hip hop vibes. Todd was spazzing on the ad libs in the back. Yes. <laughs> um. One that didn't get on how we got here. I like uh green lights. Yes. Green lights I love one of my it. favorite ones. Love it. One of my favorites too. I mean, you guys are just to the, really to the top. It did I think. Like the whole, hey, if we be honest, everything is my favorite, but <laughs> like, <laughs> it just depends on the day. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, it's just depends on everything. Who like, in, but everything, yeah, I feel you. I mean, like, it's something for everybody up there. Mm-hmm. I, I truly believe that. And like, it's like I had the ideas and he was able to help me bring them alive. And, you know, I gave him like full control. Like, yo, whatever you hear, whatever you want to add to it, throw that up there. Like, no, yeah. I'm with no, it. I don't care. No, no. Show you what I'm all about. I'm about. Grew up city in the south. Raleigh. Now and now and I'm about. Where I'm tired of waiting, it's my time. It's my time. Never been patient, but still grind. Used to show up to work past nine. Like fuck punching the clock, I kick rhymes. Mama tell me slow it down and speed it up. She prayed for me every night, hope it's enough. Man, it's brothers that I know since the boys' club. Playing bass on men, I hope they never change up. So crush on queens that I know since the girls' club. One of all, ask catch them when the pitch come. Loving women that I know since the street lights. You all dies or nine, mommy, you all die. I know that's yo, what yo, they yo. want. I know that's yo, what yo, they yo, want. Yo, yo, oh, yeah. What's up, man? So, what other music are you focusing on at, uh, these days, man? What's really going on with that? Um, how. How are we getting there at this point? How we got here? Man, realistically, when the when the pandemic hit, the virus hit. Yeah. I was just using the music as more so, I guess, like an outlet. Like I was in the house cooped up. Mm-hmm. Lost a couple forms of income. I had to figure something out. So, you know, I was in think mode. So the only thing to get out the house, That's I was right. just taking the guitar down to the park, playing whatever, you know, old school stuff. Um feel good stuff, music for the soul, stuff that I think people needed to hear. Uh, mm-hmm. Only reason I stopped doing it because it got too crazy. Like, I'd be out there and too many people was coming by, and I'm like, I'm really trying to get away. But yeah. really just, just focusing on, uh, man, I, I got 
250, 300 songs that I've been writing since, you know, the early 2012, 2013. So now I'm thinking about, you know, putting that together and find out a dope way to package it all. Like I've been creating, creating, creating for years. And now I think my next focus will be putting this stuff out creatively in different ways, which I'm going to be getting with some, uh, some dope people to do. Absolutely. I'm gonna link with you too. I'm gonna let you hook me up with somebody on that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I need a visualist. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll call I'm him here. a visualist. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that's right. I'm here yeah. for the visuals. We, I know some folks who are here for the visuals. We are the visuals. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> so, so Max, besides hitting the studio, man, I know you also are hitting the gym. Let's talk about this basketball, man. So, where does basketball mm-hmm. fall into the the beautiful life of Bax? Yes. Uh basketball. Man, I ain't know how how deep it was to me until I got older and started coaching way early and started training kids, um, which is exactly what my dad does. He came over here from Jamaica to play basketball. Uh, oh, word. You know, no, holding man, other various jobs. You, oh, yeah, that's – how tall am I? I'm, I'm right around 6'1". I'm, I'm going to give you that. Oh. Not not quite there yet, but you know what I'm saying? It's, I'm honest. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but, no, nah, like, so – that's how he came over here. Um, he played at Shaw University. My sister played. She's two years older than me. My mama did not play. She oh. did not. She could run track, though, but the basketball oh. kind of skipped her. And then oh, okay. Mama was fast, run the hurdles, powerful. That's, you know, tr- the trait of a black woman, you know what I'm saying? That's right. But um, Don't forget it. And then I'm from... I'm from the city where everybody played basketball. So it's just, it's just what we did. So mm-hmm. I played through high school, played AAU competitively. I was also a football player, but I think I had more skill in, in basketball growing up with a coach who played and skill trained. And I watched my sister kind of go through it. So when I got out, um, you know, to kind of segue into the, some of the other jobs later on, but you know, when I didn't want to work for people, I knew one of my skills that I had developed naturally was the ability to coach basketball and the ability to uh, reach kids and skill them. So that was one of the first things I picked up on, I guess, on my entrepreneurial path was, mm-hmm. was the basketball trainer. Wow. So it's just, it's just in me. Yeah. Oh, that's literally, that's literally in your blood. Like literally. Yeah. Genetic. Like I tried to not pay attention to it for yeah. a long time. Like I ain't about to coach. I ain't about to do this. And then, you know how you had them epiphanies because that's what life is. You know, just a series of epiphanies. One hit me like, dog, you got to go coach. Like you spent all your life learning it. Like it's like, why not? Right. You make it easy on it. yourself, you know, as a, as a form. Yeah, that's exactly. Crazy. That's crazy, man. Well, I'm glad you have it in you because, you know, I'm on the shorter side. You know, I'm more of like, you know, mugsy type. So, you know, I can't really ball like that. I ain't going to stunt, you know, I'm watching a good game. So, okay. Right. The finals, man. Hey, it's a spectator. Yeah. It's a spectator sport. I ain't watching that stuff right now. Uh, you're not watching it right now. I'm not watching Bubble Bath. Watching it. So tell me how you feel about that since you're not watching it, man. No, we can still talk about it. I'm, I'm, I'm keeping my ear to it, but I'm not watching it. So tell me, give me some feedback then, Bags. Give me some feedback, man. Like, what's going on? Because I'm watching it faithfully. So I need to know what's going on with you. So I'm not watching it faithfully. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, it's something. To, something about it don't feel real, you know. Like it ain't. It ain't the real thing. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's kind of. I don't think it's fair that they took the break and then came back. I felt like they were trying to get certain players into the playoffs, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so we could have something to watch while Rigged. we're on board. Okay. 
I wish my boy Zion, I wish my boy Zion Williams would have played more earlier. Uh, that would have been excitement. I'm a Dallas Mavericks fan, so you know it got kind of it got hot for a little bit there with my boy Luca. Then when he went out, I went back to not watch it, but. <laughs> We're going to put a star beside the season. It don't matter who wins, especially now. If it's between the Heat and the Lakers. I'm not trying to see that. Man. I don't think LeBron going to win another one, though. I, that's it. I'm not a LeBron that's dude. what I said. No. Thank you. Now, that's what no. I said right there. No. I, that's exactly <laughs> what I said. So, let me go ahead and break it down to you. Because, I, like I said, I'm avidly watching. I'm not missing out on none of it. I'm here right. for it. I'm, I, right. Like I said, I, you know, I'm, I'm a spectator. It's a spectator sport, like you mentioned. So, when in doubt, put out, and I'm getting ready to watch. You know what I'm saying? So, right. me, I've watched the highs. I'm not I'm not a particular fan of anybody at this point. I have teams that I favor. Um, but, you know, I like the Clippers. <laughs> the, like Clips, the Clippers? You know. I do. And so, you I know. I can feel it. Yeah. I love a little Kawhi Leonard. I can't, I can't say that he's not a bad man, my jammer. That man good. So for me personally, my sister like Kawhi. That's funny. yeah. So for me, after you know just having that experience of seeing Kawhi not make it, I was like, all right, bet. See how I play out for the Lakers since it's not going to be the Battle of LA, you know, and we'll just see how it goes. And so now, I, I was watching the Heat. I was like, oh, Jimmy Butler. Then when your boy Hero came out, you know, off the bench with 37 points, you just can't sit here and tell me that nobody's going right. to sit here and respect this team no more. Like, they're they're in business. Right. And, you know, other players have even, you know, said personally, Jimmy Butler's a different type of hustler for basketball. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't. Yeah. Jimmy doesn't, got that dog in him. <laughs> yes. He, he's rough. And I personally think. Jimmy a I, dog. Yeah. I think, man, I know they say it's going to be the Heat versus LeBron. They don't even call it the Lakers. They say LeBron. But I'm calling. I'm calling Heat game five. Me. Ooh. Me. Heat in five. Heat five. Dang. You going to do yeah. LeBron like that in five? I be disrespectful, but, you know, like I said, everybody has a everybody has a time. And, you know. I no, I don't, I don't even think it's disrespect. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, man. I just that's my personal, you know, like, opinion. Yeah, definitely. I don't think it's disrespect. He's he's been known to lose. Yeah. Like it's it's statistical. Like he'll he'll lose on you. I'm I'm thinking he, you know, they need to make their money in Vegas, so it's, it's got to go at least six. But I think, I, yeah, it ain't written for LeBron. Not this one. I not agree. this one. I agree. Yeah. Not in the you. bubble. Not not in the bubble. Not in the bubble, but next Not season. Not in the bubble. What are you thinking about next season, though? What is, let's see. Let's say bubble's mm. gone and we're hypothetically out and everybody's healthy and back. What are we thinking about that? that you know, we got some. We got some major key players coming back, healthy. Yeah, we got some. Wherever. Uh, well, first of all, Steph Curry gonna be back. He'll um, be back. I ain't even gonna say hate and love him. I just love him. I mean, he be getting buckets. So I can't. I can't say nothing about it. Uh, man, I wish that Rockets team would, would do what they need to do. I'm, I'm a I'm a James Harden Westbrook kind of guy. Um, but yeah. I think I think Dallas. I think we gonna be right. I think we got the best player in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm. And Luca, uh, Porzingis to be healthy. Yeah, we'll get some real players now. Yeah, yeah. I think I think it's coming out the West one way, but it won't be the Lakers. LeBron getting old. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know, 
That's true. But you know, for like the East, I'm thinking more like, okay, Durant gonna be back. He gonna be strong. He gonna be ready. Then you know, mm-hmm. their coach is about and to be Kyrie. official. They got Kyrie. Right. I mean, the Nets. The Nets actually have a little potential. They gonna be right. I ain't gonna, gonna leave them out. I ain't gonna lie about that. I can't leave them out. I'm. I'm not. And Kyrie, one of my favorite players, and Durant, a killer. But I don't know if they can win it all. Like. Yeah, some funny stuff that be going on with, with on teams Kyrie be on. That's my dog, but I don't know if they got the mental fortitude yeah, exactly. to win it all. I'll exactly. say that. I agree, I agree. But they the best team in the East, though. Healthy. Healthy. That's right, man. So, so you know, I'm just thinking out loud again because, you know, like I said, when, when COVID hit and basketball was taken from me, I, I didn't have anything to watch. And so with the last dance, I was – Right, like a kid in the candy store. I was, you know, I was eating every every Sunday. I was there watching it. I was watching the episode that had came out before the week, even though I'd already seen it, and just making sure I had to watch it and watch it again right. because I was watching it. Because you know, I'm myself personally, I'm a huge Michael Jordan fan. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. I'm one of the best players to ever live. Walk and breathe this earth. I'm never gonna uh, count him out for some things that he's done just because he's one of the best. Heavy advocate for saying, okay. The technology that we have now in this day and age, uh, the strength and muscle exercisings and the evolution and things like that that we have these days are a lot different now compared to what was going on back then. So it was nothing but pure raw talent that those people were working with, Mm -hmm. you know, and that's anybody outside of Michael Jordan, too, you know, but going back to him, man. So what what did you think about that? Did you get to catch that or were you were you busy or? Oh, absolutely. Uh. No, I was kind of fasting from from the TV and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. the last dance, that was like, it was like a, you know, a holiday back to back to back to back Sundays. Yeah. You got to watch Mike. You, you got to watch Mike. Uh, it's just greatness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, like watching the work ethic. And I've seen, you know, hundreds of clips, documentaries on them, um, you know, kind of to study them as a person. I, I like to study great people, you know, people that have reached the pinnacle and things that they've done, but t- to see how other people talked about him and remembered him and for it to match up with a lot of stuff I've read in books and, you know, like personal accounts of stories. You run to people who swear they played with him back in the day or they ran, you know, into him in a bar or something and it's spot on, like, and then he a winner. Yeah. Like 6-0 and in, in the championships, like that's, that's legit. And I'm about to go play baseball. And I'm about to go play golf. And my sneakers is hot. <laughs> and my business man, like, it's he the goat. Straight he the up. goat. Yeah. Straight up. He up there with uh, with, with Ali and my boy Tiger Woods. Yeah, they, those are goats for real. Absolutely. I can heavily, wholeheartedly, heavenly agree with that. Just, I mean, I think personally, like I said, the technology is just one huge component now that can away the fact of pure raw talent from back then. And at the end of the day, we talk about, you know, the six rings. We talk about, you know, you know, the gambling. We talk about all of the other things and stuff like that. But we really getting into it from the beginning, like me personally, I respect yeah. Chapel Hill, Jordan. I'm over here like, yes, in the buckets, he humble, he's taking care of his business, and guess what? Right. He about to go pro. I mean, we see it on I mean, there. Yeah, and I think 
I guess with the advancements, the technology and stuff now, we we are too connected to the players yeah. and stuff. And I guess may, maybe some of the the superstar appeal to the players is kind of lost now because I remember Michael Jordan was must see TV when mm-hmm. I was younger. Like stay up late, watch it on WGN or TNT or every single Sunday, like afternoon at the church, like we watch a Mike hoop and yeah. Yeah. I don't think it's ever going to be nothing like that again on any level. Yeah, man. I have some of those far memories and, you know, and it's just one of those things that I'll, I'll never ever forget either. You know, that man, like I said, he he was, he was one of the greatest to do it. And, if nobody else is going to do it, I know he certainly was going to do it. So I want to give a shout out to Michael Jordan, man. You know how he had to represent. To right. Him. So at the end of the day, that is what it is, man. So, you know. Yeah, I just. I, I respect like I, every, every everything. Yeah, man. I, like I said, I love some good basketball, you know. And at the end of the day, Heat in game five. Michael Jordan is the GOAT. And. Heat in game five. Heat in game five. Heat in six, though. I'm going to take him at six. <laughs> I'm going to take him at six, but I think it's the heat. I do think it's the heat. <laughs> you say I'm never though. picking. <laughs> I'm never picking LeBron to win the championship. <laughs> I, thought he was a, I, th- I thought he was losing them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I thought he was losing them all. <laughs> well, that's why I try to make it so 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 quick. That's why I'm, I'm just hoping for a quick beating, you know, to just be over. But, you know, I don't, no telling, man. No telling. Yeah, no telling. He a great basketball player though, but yeah, not a championship winner. You hear that energizer, bunny beat on the drum, and this feel like hip hop. Flow magnificent, ironic. She loved the flavor, gin and tonic. We at the bar, she send me looks. The DJ shift the mood like plate tectonics. She can't get a read on me, she chasing rings. I'm on the tail, we playing games. She tell me things I can't believe until she proved to me she don't see coins and she not sonic. Hit the green like Lenny Williams. High notes make her touch the ceiling. Check the post and got no feelings. On the knees, I pray she will. All right, Max. So. We've talked about sports and music and, you know, everything like that, but you still had to become a fashion designer. So now we just got to go ahead and talk about <laughs> this, man, because you're trying to pull a Kanye and I'm just trying to figure out, like, what's going right. on. <laughs> man. So with the, with the, I don't even look at it as fashion design, I guess. So realistically what it is, is I guess it was a way for me to kind of reverse some of the, I guess the things I learned in my childhood about collecting sneakers and, you know, picking up on the fashion and how much, you know, how much a part of culture it is and, you know, not being able to get certain sneakers to a certain point, but you see them like they still hot. Like I remember having, you know, we had conversations about these shoes. Like it was, you know, symbols of status. uh, It was symbols of love. People was bottled for each other. Like middle school, the high school is present. So each other like it's, but I guess as I as I got older and I started realizing, um, I guess from a cultural standpoint, how much time, you know, we think about it, we spend on. I was like, you know, how can I, how can I get some of my time back and create opportunities in the future down the road, you know, to employ people and you know be able to hire people to work in a store. And while we on top of having a store, like why not have this brand, my own brand, instead of, you know, nothing wrong with buying other people's brands and shopping all the other stuff. But why not get my own brand out there that's you know is is basic but it's trendy it's something for everybody um 
it's something for us, you know, it's, it's homegrown. And let's have it compete with some of these other major brands. Like, let's get an equal piece of the pie mm-hmm. and not just, you know, be selling other people's stuff. Like, like I, I want some it. of that too, you know, to yeah. kind of have my say in it. Yeah. So tell me about those humble beginnings, Max. Like, where did all of that start from? Like, you know, those retail days, I know you said it used to be a little zoo back there. So, you know, what what was it like, man? man? Like, the start. But let me say, all right, so dropped out of college. What was it like 2011? Moved out to Charlotte. So things went the way they needed to go in life. To, you know, I had to make some decisions on how I was going to make it in a new city. Um, you know, kind of lay down my bearings and stuff. So, again, what I knew sneakers. Um, my first job I ever had back uh, at the end of high school. Well, second job I got like two at the same time right after uh, – you know, basketball season ended my senior year, but it was at finish line. So I knew sneakers. I knew customer service. Um, it's going to be easy. I won't have to work too hard. I do, I do not like to work that hard. Like, I'll, I'll do the work, but I'm, I'm going to be honest about it. Like, no, I, don't, I just don't want to be working extremely hard all day, busting my tail. So I knew retail was kind of laid back. Um, yeah, I learned, I just learned the system. Like, I took that job as an opportunity to learn how to run a business, to learn what, you know, the everyday processes, what people are doing, um, how managers are communicating with people, the day-to-day actions, uh, you know, cash transaction, all of that stuff, anything I could learn while I was there and, you know, how to make a little buck, you know, market sneakers down, the reselling game. You know, I took it to that, that kind of opportunity and knew that, you know, I guess you get to a point where you continue watching it, you know, you're talking to people about it in the store. You're like, man, I can do this. I can do this. Somebody, you know, you had to start somewhere. They started somewhere. And one day I was like, boom, I'm out. I'm not working here no more. Walked out the door and failed several times <laughs> before I got it. Uh, I guess <laughs> not for, I mean, like, you know, you have baby steps of success and then you fall off and then you try it again different ways. You fall off. But you know, I guess that's necessary when you learn in business and stuff. But it, it came from working in all those retail stores. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't want to work there, but since I'm here, let's learn something. That's correct. You took mm-hmm. you took something out of a, a okay situation and made it beneficial for your own personal situation. So now you have your own mm-hmm. business, right? So, so I let's, do. So let's talk about this business, Bax. So, tennis heads, man. Mm-hmm. Tennis heads. What is a tennis hey. head, man? What is a tennis head? It's a for me, it's it's the it's the combination of the sneakerhead and, and the sports fanatic. Like I don't, mm-hmm. you don't limit it to just being into sneakers. Like I'm into fashion. I'm in you know fashion of all kinds, like streetwear fashion. Um, I just like to look nice. I'm probably not gonna be spending a whole bunch of money on it, but again, I do like to look nice and, and be presentable when I go out. Um, mm-hmm. growing up, my mom always called them tennis shoes. Like that's what they were known for, and then historical point of them it was you know tennis players back in the day that were wearing some of the illest sneakers we had ever seen you know mm-hmm. the entertainers the actors the rappers just start, you know started paying attention like I, like i need i need those i need what they're wearing so you know it's it's nostalgic it's trendy it's for us the logo is kind of dope uh yeah tennis is 
Yeah, man. And, it, and it actually do got something to do with tennis. That's the best part. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> That's right, man. I think so. I'm, I'm about to pick up playing tennis soon. Oh, oh word. Oh, you're doing a switchover. Okay. All right, I'll see you. Okay. So hey, pandemic. It's it's a pandemic. Everybody eats, man. Everybody eats. We're not we're not hustling. Everybody alone, definitely. I get it. I get it, man. So I know you're talking about some of the brands that we grew up on and you know how it just is such a nostalgic type of thing. And I, I can agree because at the end of the day, um Nike girl, you know, like growing up, that's what I wanted. Mm-hmm. I wanted the little swoosh, easy to identify, fresh. Everybody had it. You know, I wanted right. a fresh fit, you know, fresh pair of, you know, all whites for the first day of school. And I wanted to be, you know, in the number with the people who had them on. And so I think that was a part of my image displaying right. and, you know, you know, my my little pinpoint to, you know, fashion and to stardom on what was important to me back then. And so I definitely can um, see that tennis part because they were like you said, the tennis shoe and then, you know, just how it goes back to. We wanted them. We saw people that we saw on TV with them. We were like, oh, they got them. We need them. We want them. And if we had supply and demand right. back then, man. Yeah, absolutely. So I know we're talking about, you know, everybody is an entrepreneur and if they're getting to their bag and, you know, you're a jack of all trades. And so from this fashion standpoint, like, what do you think it means to you to um, capitalize, you know, during this time as far as the clothes? Uh, that you might, you know, have coming out? Mm-hmm. Well, I think it uh, it depends on, you know, varying levels of where you started. Like for me, it was something that I started on eBay mm-hmm. for all these years. And I, I still, you know, have my active account and still run that store mm-hmm. and sell on both platforms because why not? But <laughs> if it was about just learning more. Yeah. Like starting to pay attention. Like, all right, we're stuck again. We we stuck at home. How can I capitalize on this opportunity? Um, let me start following some people on Twitter that have had success in, you know, the e world. Let me start following some people that do marketing, brand strategy, all of this stuff, and see mm-hmm. what I really need to do. Because again, um, this is something I've tried to do and had success, and then you know fell off and tried again. It's, it's been like five or six years. And it's a part of being an entrepreneur and being a free man and capitalizing off, you know, the knowledge that I've already picked up in life and they're not going to waste. So I've put enough years in it, you know, because five years, I'm, I'm, I just turned 31. Like, that's a, a decent percentage of my life right there that I can't mm-hmm. just throw it away. Like, I don't put time into it. And then, you know, the more you start connecting with the right people who can help bring that vision to life. For me, it's been like sharing that dream with others. And then it's just gotten legs from there, like still my ideas, still my brands, but I'm getting advice from people that I trust to be able to grow. And I was like, that's what I needed to take it to the next level, which I think anybody should be doing at this time. Like if you just started business during the pandemic, I'm not mad at you. Like you probably should have came out of this time with a skill and you still got time. Like, you know, whether you lost some weight or you had a better diet or you started reading more or, you know, you got a degree or you became a better boyfriend, girlfriend, father, husband, like take the time to better yourself. For me, it was, business and finance. Like I'm, I'm about to learn what wasn't taught to me rapidly. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I completely, it's um, time to not be waiting for sure. And so I completely agree right. on, you know, how you felt and what you're going, you know, 
and how you know the time to really just move forward with that so I you know I give you a lot of appreciation for that man I think that's really hard to um start a clothing brand when people are like I'm gonna spend my money like it's COVID. I don't want to shop. You know, I get it. And I get it. And, you know, personally, like I right. said, I think fashion is still important even during the global pandemic. Me, so, me personally. You look good. You feel good. You know, I have to right. go outside. Um, so I'm going to look, look good, good while you I'm going feel good. I said that earlier. <laughs> I said that exact thing early. Right before, literally right before the podcast started. I was trying to figure out which shirt to put on. And That's I'm like, true. baby girl, which shirt I put on? She like whatever you know which one I'm like hey you look good you feel good yeah look good feel right. good but absolutely man so you know there's somebody who I think about too when it comes to this fashion and then they also participate in music and I'm just I just can't leave Rihanna out of this man so I'm just thinking like what do you think man mm-hmm. she's selling all these products and she's coming out of you know the woodworks but now she's doing you know skin products and the makeup and then she got the the lingerie the clothes like. She's she's really she. When I thought of you, I thought of her instantly. Like, oh, she do this, that, the third, and she said, "Yeah." What do you what do you think about that, man? I think that's fantastic. Like, I can't shout out to Bad Girl Riri. Nah, she, <laughs> nah, Rihanna is 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 the homie in my mind. But you know, in <laughs> me too. For, for all the things, you know, for, for all the things she's accomplished that she's been able to do. Um, like, I, like, I'm a Kanye dude, but it, it's, mm-hmm. you know, from the perspective of seeing black men, you know, get to these heights and say, I'm going to do something and do it. She's on that same realm, but I think even more jacked up because she, like, mm-hmm. is a perennial beast with the music, um, <laughs> had enough success in it to understand, you know, evolution as a person. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's something, um, you know, she's an artist that people can look up to, uh, young girls, women men can look up to her to see that hustle, to see her take herself and brand herself this way and then be marketable in fashion and then be marketable in this, you know, kind of be in control of your business versus just milking one profession your whole entire life. Like, I think she's doing more for music than a lot of other people because, you know, people follow what they see. And I've learned that in life with all the things that I'm doing, like, you know, we as black people, like we need to be able to trust what you're doing, like what what, you, what we see people doing so we can see her ascending. So then when we talk about manifesting and getting to the next level, we, we know what they look like on a grand scale. How can I start my plan to get there? Mm-hmm. That's so right. she's, she's in the GOAT conversation. Definitely. Absolutely, man. Yeah, I had to give her a shout out. Um, so, you know, also, you know, Kanye had that gap deal. So I want to talk about that a little bit just because I'm a huge Kanye fan, and at the end of the day, we about to really be behind you. <laughs> People are really about to be out here. So what you think about that a little bit, man? Um, again, much respect to him. Um, as as an artist, as a black man, um, coming from where he's from, losing his mother, you know, going through those dark times, and coming out on the other side and still making it, like, that's, that's tough to do on any level. And I can just imagine some of the rooms that he's been in and some of the mm-hmm. stuff he's had to endure, endure and for him to still have the audacity to keep moving forward and to keep believing in himself. Like that's nuts. Like it's right. crazy. So, uh, you know, we taught to be all we can be, be free, speak things to exist. And, and I think he's done it on that level. Like, like, you know how inspiring it is to be a black man doing some of those same things that you just see him, partnering and getting stake in major companies like Adidas, Adidas, like a gap, like 
you know, now that I know what's going on in the stock market, hearing him speak and say things in the news and then watching their stocks go up and, you know, kind of fluctuate based on stuff he's saying, I'm like, that's power. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes you got to be careful what you do with your power, but understanding like that's what power looks like. That's that's influence. Exactly. And I think for black people, like that's major. That's come absolutely. on, man. He's from the south side of Chicago. Yeah. Absolutely. I completely agree, too. And that's just one of the things that I just want to touch on heavily, just because, like you said, it's the influence. And, you know, at the end of the day, we see it all the time. But you inspire people where we're, you know, easily persuaded and easily, you know, available to do those. But, you know, the dope part is... the, the dope part is we had that conversation without even bringing up any of the political views and all that. Cause you know, that stuff, it's really not important. Yeah. Like, I guess we all got stuff that people don't like that we do, but it's like, we got to find a way to find the good things and, and hold on to that. And the stuff we don't want, just, just discard it. Just mm-hmm. don't even let it affect you. Like you said, cause it's a lot to distract you nowadays. So exactly. You gotta, you gotta I think, focus uh, on what matters. Yeah. Absolutely, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Absolutely, man. So, all right, Bax, man, we're getting ready to wrap it up. I just wanted to go ahead and let you uh, go through a couple of your handles. Let, let the people know where they can find you, what they can do uh, when they're doing it, and what's going on. All right. All right. Well, thanks again for having me. Uh, this has been dope. Um, I definitely got to come back. We got some conversations ahead. We do. Yeah, we but do. But you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook pages at Rhythm and Bax. That's R H Y. T-H-M-A-N-D-B-A-X and follow the brand at Tennis Heads. That's the number 10 I-S-H-E-A-D-S. Um, it don't matter. Any any one of those pages you go to, they're going to funnel all back to the same spot. So check it out. It's something for everybody on all of those. Again, Jeannie, appreciate you having me. We're going to link up real soon. This is dope. Nice shirt again. <laughs> I'm out. All right, man. Peace. (laughs) What we got next? All right. Peace. Thanks so much for listening. And don't forget to follow The Black Vibrations on IG and Twitter at TBV underscore pod. Also, check out that website at TheBlackVibrations.com. <laughs> Peace.